This is the Detroit is Different Podcast Network, the culture of an American classic city. What's up, people? It's me, Ramon. Welcome to the podcast that will entertain, educate, and inform you. Grab a ball and get ready for this serving of cornbread and caviar. What's up, people? It's me, King Ramon, and I'm your host, and I want to welcome you back to another episode of Cornbread and Caviar, the podcast that will entertain, educate, and inform you. Thank you for joining us today for what promises to be a titillating experience. Follow us on Instagram. Our handle is Eat Cornbread and Caviar, and feel free to email us anytime at eatcornbreadandcaviar at gmail.com. Today, I am joined, well, not by this particular one, by the hardest co-host, hardest working co-host this side of heaven, the gorgeous, voluptuous, ever so slightly neurotic, resident voice of hospitality, the custodian of truth, the grace to my will, my sister, none other than Miss Maria Renee, who regrettably is not with us on today. So you don't have to hear her say, hello, hello, did you miss me? Yes, you did. Don't do her. I'm sorry, but I had to. Mm-mm. Then we have the phenomenal, never to be underestimated, curator of passions and sentiments, student of love, life, and Hennessy, the talented pretty boy himself. Good morning, everybody. It's James Brandon. Yay. Hi, James. Hi, good morning. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm happy because you brought me a fucking frappuccino, so. Mm-hmm. Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. Now, he is an actor extraordinaire. Mm. A singer with the voice of a demon. I mean, an angel. Goofy, silly, and sincerely kind. We have with us today, my dear friend, Mr. Tarian Hogan. Hi, Tarian. Yay. Welcome to Cornbread and Caviar. Thank you. So happy to have you here. We've been talking about you coming on for a very long time. I know. I've been threatening to come blow up your spot for (laughs) the longest. And I was just like, when is he going to invite me? But Mm. We've always been welcome. The door's always been open. Oh, okay. Always. He just didn't know where the door was. Exactly. (laughs) You never communicated that to him. Give me the directions to the door. Well, now that you know where the door is, just show up on a Saturday around 10 o'clock and we'll be here. I will send you a text. You're like, the door is closed. I'm like, wait, hold on. The door is closed. (laughs) Hold up. I've had a lot of people talking about some, ooh, now that I know where y'all at and I've had fun with y'all, because some people come on and get nervous. Like Mm -hmm. you mentioned before the show, you're a little nervous Mm -hmm. and they'll have a good time. I'm like, oh my God. I'm coming back all the time. Like, no, no. You won't be keeping me out. No. So. <laughs> That's okay. You got some perspective. You can come back. It's fine. Good, good. There's only a couple people who have the right to come back. My little nephew, Kendall, mm-hmm. uh, my sister, Toya, and you. And is there, and of course, Amaya. Jacquees. Jacquees. You know, we got, we got a lot of friends and in the show. And of course, Perry. <sighs> that bitch. Mm. <sighs> I hate Winky. <laughs> Me and Winky have been fighting so much the last couple of weeks. Fighting about what? Because he's a bitch. He's my best friend. You know Perry? I don't know if you yes, met, Perry. I, I met Perry. Okay, yeah. So we, we just fight about dumb shit. I'll ask him a question, and mm. then he will give me an answer that I don't like, so then we fight. Oh, my God. And then it's like he'll give me the perspective. Then you see it's about him. Exactly. I don't like the answer, so. <laughs> but let, mm-mm. No, because. Let's not even get into that. What's next no, on the no, agenda no. for Let's today? Let's talk about this for one no, second, because when, no. Perry, when Perry, he likes to be, he's like you. 
He likes to be opposite of me just for the fun of fucking with me. No, we are just opposite. No. Yeah. No. It's not opposite just to fuck with you. Oh not God. everything goes your way. <laughs> yes, it does. Sorry. Now it oh does. No. After Chrysler, yes, it no. does. No. <laughs> not at all. Yeah, not over this way and not with Perry, clearly. So I've known Ramon for over 10 years now. Mm-hmm. And I'm yes, not surprised. Was, he is old. So Yes, he, he's, he's quite elderly. Yeah. And, um, wow. But it's a good elderly. I mean, you still, all it's the work that you've had done, I mean, it's still. <laughs> You're a bitch. And I hate you so much. No. That's karma. You just told me this morning I had work done. Because <laughs> nobody's that pretty. It's obviously some some under the knife kind of shit. No. I remember when you came to the bar one time, I ain't seen you in a minute. I'm like, Ramon, what's different about you? <laughs> <laughs> and what was different was I had gained weight. <laughs> no, it was a facelift. <laughs> <laughs> they cut the skin here and pulled me back and stapled it together. Yeah. I had a headache for six months. <laughs> <laughs> the video of you getting out of the pool that one time. That 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 was with his little brother. Oh yeah. That was at my house. That was his little brother. Oh yeah. <laughs> Every time I think of that video, I crack up. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that who took the video? My mom. Teen Teen D. Yeah. My mm-hmm. mom. That's hilarious. She took it and put it in slow motion and everything. It was yeah. perfect. Just a mess. We'll post That's it hilarious. for you. Well, James will post it because he's the director of social media. So he'll post it for you just for your own personal enjoyment. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go into our shout outs. So this is a portion. Because I'm sure you don't listen to the show as much as you should, Tarian. But this is a portion of the it. show where we... <laughs> I right. felt tried. Yeah, you should feel <laughs> But continue. continue. See, it was just shade before he actually right. gets to it. I can't help it. He just said he knew me for 10 years. I've been the same. This all, have not consistently been an asshole? Yeah, pretty much. See? Yes. See? There you go. That's your problem. Shut up. <laughs> Seen and not heard. Where's the growth? Yeah. My stomach. Uh-oh. Well. <laughs> My ass. Well, yeah. That's growing. <clears throat> Facts. That's growing. I don't like this dynamic today. I like that. It usually it's the light skins against me, but see you're not light skinned, so you're it's just something wrong. Yeah. I'm, just... I'm 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 salted caramel. <laughs> that's perfect. That's, salted that's caramel. What, that's what I would be. I love I it. I was light skinned at one point, but <laughs> what happened? You know what? I don't know. If I show you my baby picture, like straight up, I look adopted. I because all of my family is dark skin, darker skin. That so. is so funny because Maria Renee, she's yellow as hell, right? Mm-hmm. And all her family are like more brown, darker skinned people. Yeah. And so I mentioned that on the show. Mm-hmm. And then I went to her sister's wedding. Yes. And then her mama pulled me to the side and said, I heard your little show. You said that she's uh, adopted. And she's going to point to her mom. You see her right there in the wheelchair? That's my uh, mom. Uh, she said she's dark skinned. But then before her, her folks was all light skinned. Because basically what my whole point was, was that apparently mama and dad, that ain't, that ain't daddy's baby. It's, you know. Right. Mama's right. baby, daddy's baby. Her right. got me together. I said, let's take a picture. She's like, and she's like, oh, okay. So before she really got me, I got her into the state of mind to take a picture. So wow. shout out mama. That's crazy. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, I'm with a, what you call a day glow. That's what I call my skin. Because I, I mean, in the sunlight, I look real light skinned. But when I get in like dark, I kind of. You see my color. <laughs> you see my true color? I don't want to say that. But, yeah. You, you could say, I think we can do up to 60 seconds without getting in trouble. Yeah, that's why I, that's why I stopped According immediately. According to the research, yeah, that's I did. Right. Yeah, that's why I stopped immediately. I watch enough uh, of the view and yeah. <laughs> they don't say so. I 60 seconds or less. Mm-hmm. At least I think so. I don't know. But I'm not a lawyer. But mm-hmm. anyway. So, shout outs is the portion where we just shout out anything we want to shout out. It could be a person, place, thing. 
local, regional, national, international. It could be a shade shout, you know, if you want to give somebody a, essentially what the, the breakfast club would call a donkey of the day. Mm. So, um, yeah, you go first because you're our special guest. Hmm, who do I want to shout out? Um, I, I actually want to shout out the essential workers for up there doing Ooh. their thing. Yes. Um, uh, me being one of them. Um, yes. And shout out to my mama, uh, Shilda The Hogan is her name, um, and my dad, Kirk The Hogan. Yes. Shout out to them and my family, my brothers, uh, you know, 6 a.m., my little brother who's a singer, um, my older brother, Quincy DJQ, and Kareem, Coach Kareem. You know, those are my family. I love them to death, and sometimes I hate them all at the same time. <laughs> but that's okay. They're my family. I love them. Shout them out. And that's about it, I think. I think that's beautiful. I, I remember my earliest memories of your family is this going over. Everybody was just cool and chill. And I remember it stuck in my mind. You said they were. it was a non-toxic household. Mm. And that was such a powerful statement. It stuck with me all these years. And I thought that was fantastic because it was nothing toxic. Well, except for that in-law. But oh, other than mm, that, uh, <clears throat> that's a whole that, other story. We got a, We had a, a little story about that one yesterday. I was like, oh, oh. you hmm. know how mm. the judgmental have fallen. Mm. So, any other than her, um, <laughs> the blood relatives were very non-toxic. They were really cool, and I appreciated that. That was fun for me. Sometimes, you know, I wonder about. That's another uh, another topic for another day, but that toxic thing, I don't know, because sometimes my family, I'm like, I am, are they toxic or no? <laughs> like, sometimes my mom has, like, these moments where she cannot stand my dad, and I'm just like, y'all been married so long. Like, she'll pull me aside, like, you know, I love your dad, but I'm not in love with your dad. I'm like, mom, <laughs> this is y'all, this y'all anniversary. Right. <laughs> <laughs> She's Happy like, anniversary, I like honey. I'm not I in f- love. I feel like I'm falling to pieces. I didn't tell you what she said recently. What? She was like, I feel like I'm falling to pieces, and your dad is just looking for the piece with the hole in it. <laughs> I, was like, oh, oh, oh. I was like, Mom, this is inappropriate conversation. I'm Sounds not here like for it. something my mother would say. Oh. I'm like, I'm not here yes. for it. But then she'll turn around and be like, your dad is just an awesome man. And I'm like, wait, hold up. You just Bipolarity you just is said. Life. <laughs> Like you just said <laughs> that you were falling to pieces and he's looking for the piece of the hole. Exactly. Or you're not in love, but now he's just an awesome man. You can't under- you can't play inside of me if you don't understand me as a woman. I'm like, play inside Period. of me. <laughs> and you up here agreeing. I agree. What, what are we this doing? It's a black women's movement I over agree. here. <laughs> this BWM black women's movement. Oh god. Mm-hmm. It's not me too. At this point, it's I also. So. Yes. <laughs> right. Absolutely. <laughs> you can't play inside of me. Don't you understand me as a woman? I'm yes. like, what is that? James like, yes, sis, yes. That's going to be my new bio. <laughs> the BW movement, I also. Yep. That's like a housewives tagline. Okay. Right? You can't play inside of me. You don't understand me as a woman. Right, right. Like, she her hands on her hips I'm like, like, mom. Did she come out with her peach? <laughs> right. Like, what the oh, play goodness. inside of you is going on? Okay. <laughs> or Detroit, they'll come out with a piece of blighted property. Exactly. <laughs> or oh a piece God. of wood or something like that. <laughs> a broken window. Right. Back when she used to smoke, it would have been a pack of cools. Like, <laughs> like wait, hold up. Or look like, 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> you can't no, see no, us no. jesting. Sorry, we're just jesting in the studio, but you can't see us. Sorry. I digress. I, I apologize. No, that's, that's fine. Okay. This is a podcast. We do this here. This is what Perfect. we do. Perfect. Mm-hmm. James, who are you? Who's your shout out today? I want to shout out my little brother Tanner, who is going to be in the first grade whenever school can start back up, um, as well as my niece Amaya, because she will also be in the first grade when school starts back up. And yes, I have a niece and a brother. Um, who are the same age. And then I also want to shout out HBO because they have a show um, called Legendary on HBO. And I thoroughly enjoy it because one of my guilty pleasures is going on YouTube and watching clips of balls. I like to go and watch Mm -hmm. ballroom throwback and just watch voguing and everything, all the categories. So it's nice to see them highlight um, a ball and actually give out a hundred thousand dollars to the community and I really want to see that yeah it's on hbo it's yeah. i awesome. think they're on full the fourth episode now mm-hmm. the only critique that i have is the judges uh the judges uh, laomi should definitely be a judge absolutely absolutely laomi mm-hmm. i don't mind law roach as a judge from for his like fashion perspective i don't know who that lady is but they could have had like Amaya Scott um, as a permanent judge. They could have had, yeah. and they also have Megan the Stallion as a judge. And although I love Megan the Stallion, she's not part of the. They should have had Tiana Taylor. Tiana Taylor yes. is very active in the community. Yeah. Or Rihanna. You know, I, well, Rihanna. They don't. I don't think they got the coin for that. Yeah. Or, or they don't. Well, hell, they could have put me in. But there. Rihanna did it. Rihanna is also a Mugler, and she did go to the latex ball last year and sponsor the face category. So mm-hmm. she is involved in the community. Um, but did you watch the episode where Dominique Jackson was on yes. it? Yes. Child. That, you know, I... Child. Don't tell me. I, I, oh, watching I was, it. Wait, were we doing yeah. a thumbs up or a thumbs down? It was, it was moments. It, it was, was moments. So I was just like, okay, you, you're doing the absolute she most. She was doing but, the most. But take your moment. That's how I feel like it because I want to see more of her now. I enjoy her, but that made me. I was like, "Ooh, yeah!" I actually, but she was being nasty. But was she? But that's the thing. Like, uh, that's what I kind of liked about it is that she was kind of paying homage to her character on television. So she did. She was giving me Electra. Yeah, some of the things she was saying, like, "You aren't that stunning." I was like, "Oh, Oh, she's a judge." And then she was the guest judge on the show. (laughs) She was like, "But they're not that stunning." Stunning, Like she was like, and then somebody got with her was like, "You ain't stunning." Yes, the one girl. La Roche was like, "Hold up." Yes. She is a guest. Yes. I was like, okay. She may be legendary in the scene, but she is a guest on this show. And I was like, absolutely. She was, I was, ooh, she's good. You got to watch it. And so yeah. she was attempting to be the Simon Cowell of the panel, and then they were She was together. being Electra, basically. She was mm-hmm. just a stone cold bitch. But maybe that's who she really is. Maybe she's just playing herself on TV. That's not a true actress. I can do that. I can play. She was not. I I was turned off because she wasn't uplifting. She's yeah. like, I'm a legend and an icon in the scene. I am, bam, bam, whatever the fuck she oh, was yeah. doing. Was like, and I'm just like, uh, okay. okay, well, if you're a legend and an icon, why are you not uplifting? That's another trans woman right. standing right there in front of you. And you're telling her she's not stunning right. on HBO. Right. And then get up and basically discredit them. Absolutely. Like, I was like, ooh, I don't. Ooh. So is it... Okay, so do I have to be positive to be in the scene? Do I have to always be positive? If it's, if it sucks, do I have to say, you did a good job? Or do I want to say what I feel? Do There's I a be difference positive? between saying you did a good job and you didn't do a good job and telling someone 
like laws like oh you guys look great right like you guys are stunning and she's like no they're not stunning yeah. like why are you you yeah, you can it, tell it wasn't them, it wasn't constructive it wasn't and constructive I feel like, I, it was destructive yeah yes. and i feel like i feel like if they're on the show and they're putting their necks out there on the show as I'm not going to say they're amateur, but I mean, in most sense, maybe they are. Yeah. You know, and they need some time to develop. A lot of them are younger people. I mean, there's a couple of people that I think are in their 30s or whatever. Yeah. But a lot of them are, you know, young and been doing it for a couple years, but not had the critique. They didn't have any, I feel like some of the stories they were talking about that, they didn't have that that same kind of... um uh, people in their corner to kind of like tell them what to do and how Correct. to do it. And cause some of the things I was looking at, I was like, what's going on? Why are they doing that? What that yeah. choreography is not cute. So, yeah. <laughs> but I would say, you know, work on that, do that, do this different and stuff like that. And, they, and then some critiques that they gave them and they come back the next week or whatever and they kill it. And yeah. It's like, okay, well that's what I, I guess is needed more than just, right. you know, telling someone yeah. you're not stunning. But like, again, uh-huh. it's like, it's like, I guess, in my mind, I thought I looked at her as taking a moment to kind of be, like you just said, the Simon Cowell, and kind of like make a mark with that. So I kind of felt like that was her angle. Because even think, James said that he wanted to see more of it now because she was who she was. Well, yeah. So, I, I just wish, I don't know, I, I just wish that it wasn't so no, I like see her toxic. I want to yeah. see her redeem herself. Yeah. I, I, I challenge the both of you to let's, 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 let's think about this. Let's think about this. Mm-hmm. We're going to look at a nonprofit versus a for-profit. Nonprofits, most of their goals are to bolster the community, help people, add to people, edify people, do things in the community. A for-profit is in business to make fucking money. So that means if I'm going to make money and I'm going to secure my spot, I'm going to be a bitch if I have to be so I can get these ratings, so I can get the show going and keep it on the air. True. So who gives a fuck if it's for profit? Because that's what that's what she's there for. She's trying to she make. She was a guest. She so, was a guest, but that still creates ratings, right? Right. If I get somebody, when I finally can get a, a white supremacist on this show, it'll bring me some ratings because it's gonna be great. Because I'm gonna be in here arguing with that motherfucker, and I'm gonna have my gun right here. First but of it's all, gonna bring I am a white supremacist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's so do I this. I don't I'm think joking. that's com- completely true, though, because if she were to become a permanent judge on the show, acting like that, I wouldn't watch it. Mm. I and, wouldn't watch it. That's na- I don't like that. That's nasty. You need to. Like, but how come when Simon Cowell did it, everybody was like, "I didn't like Simon Cowell." <laughs> well, I, <laughs> they did well. His shows ran for seasons and seasons and seasons. I, th- I think for the culture, though. I think that, and I think because we've been beat up me, so much. The yeah, culture's yeah, and, 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 and then the subculture of LGBT. So. And sometimes, I mean, by her, you know, being on a platform now where she's kind of like making a name for herself, it it. It's beyond just about making money. It's about, you know, how do we uplift the the younger generation? How do we, you know, these people who want to, these folks who want to do balls and stuff like that, you know, how do we, how do we infuse certain things like, okay, we'll do this better so that they can grow and progress and stuff. Yeah. So sometimes it's, it's beyond just about making money, I yeah. think. And it's, it's about, it's it about be. the message. To see a brown trans woman. Talking down to Absolutely. another brown trans woman on TV and telling her that she is not stunning, that just didn't sit right with me. Right. Did you guys feel personally attacked? Did that impact you? Like, not, I obviously, it's not personal. I mean, right. You're a trans woman, James, but yeah. other than you know, that, you know, I, I, <laughs> um, I did. I was like, wait a minute. Like, why would someone who 
you know, we look up to the people on Pose. Mm-hmm. Her being one of them, it's like, oh my goodness, like finally, like we're seen. Like, look at this in a mm-hmm. positive light. People love it. Yeah. And for her being who she is and possibly having that following that of the people that see her on Pose go on here and see her bashing her own people. And they're going to, it's like, okay, well, if she can do it, I can do it too. You know, and that creates tra- a toxic trans women, the trans women already have it hard. Not everyone has the money from the and to access be. to mm-hmm. look like what everyone thinks is beautiful. So that's why it like I was like, oh, wait a minute. Like you can't just because you were able to afford your moans and you got this bone structure mm-hmm. and, you know, you're slim and you're tall and all of this stuff. And you can pass when you walk down Rodeo, you know, don't tear her down because she doesn't have it together yet or mm-hmm. what you consider yes. to be together. That's what I didn't like about it. So what are you? What do you? What do y'all? So if y'all care, y'all just passionate. What are y'all doing about it? Are y'all writing Dominique? Dominique on um, I've already social media set up a protest for. We're going to her home, wherever it is, and we're protesting outside of her home. Yeah. Are you really? Oh. No, he's not. <laughs> I'm about to say, like, you're going to big. I'm sorry, because I'm looking at it like, just like with the whole Black Lives Matter movement, if it was that important to you, then what are you doing to change? Are you at least sending her an inbox on social media? Well, are you sending a letter to her management team? Like, listen, bitch. I think I think the first, for, for me, I'm not. Are you just I'm being not, passive and not watching? Well, no, I, I for me, I'm still learning. So I'm, I'm, I'm not as deep or well-versed in, in, the trans community as I would like to be. So I'm, for me, it's just the acknowledgement for me, for starters, the acknowledgement, like, Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a little harsh. Like that, that, that was unnecessary. And the same with when I had this whole moment when I was dealing with or watching, cause you know, I, I kept up with the Kardashians for all most of my life, but Caitlyn Jenner, I had a whole, a whole moment where I really kind of was just like, well, I, I had to pause on, Caitlyn and 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 granted I'm glad that she decided to do or, or you know chose to live in her truth and or what have you um it was just moments where I just kind of was like um yeah I'm not a big fan of Caitlyn yeah because Caitlyn the way in which she talked about trans folks and like oh why don't you just go get a job like there was right. so much white privilege like that that than that like I'm like you First of all, you you ain't been you just jumped up. It's like I feel like they. I, I don't want to say nothing to get you canceled. You would not. Okay. Go ahead. I feel like want. I feel like Caitlyn rolled the wave of privilege all the way to a particular point, got to the apex, and then kind of like made the choice to live in her truth, and then kind of was like, oh well, you all need to do it like this, and it's like, yeah, no, but you we don't have those, ma'am, exactly, right. ma'am, and then sir, and the, okay. And then yes. she got all that money is still never mind. And uh listen. And then know. and then like the this whole idea that oh I'm still Republican and and oh my wife you'll get over it. It's like and then you dog your family who who went through it with you and this and that and this right. You got to go through what the people are saying about their mother. Exactly. And they got two mothers now. They used to have a mother and a father. You know Exactly. Like, okay. I mean I mean they it, there was moments where I just thought like the privilege of it all. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I can't, I can't, yeah. I can't. Okay. And I watched I Am Kate. I watched it like I did sitting too. there and, it, but the, and then the character or the other people that were on the show were like trying to educate her and she was just like, no. Yeah. I'm, I'm just like, you just sound like Bruce right now. That's yeah. just Bruce. Mm-hmm. You just, you just you're Bruce. A white privileged male. Yeah. Exactly. You don't even understand the struggle you of it all. Right. You so don't know the fight. Like, 
it's just like, uh, I can go on and on with that. And then like when when on the Kardashians where it was uh Chris Jenner's 60th or something birthday, mm-hmm. and then you gonna put your big old foot out there on that big projection screen land, honey, I'm taking a bubble bath. Like, how dare you at this woman's 60th birthday? You know she's yeah. hurt. Uh-huh. You know they're going through it, and then you go sit up there and just keep pro- putting out forcing them to accept. I mean, it just I don't know. Right. It's, it's it's hard. It's mm-hmm. It's a whole, it's a whole thing. That might be a whole podcast. <laughs> it could. That, that might be a whole podcast. Going. That could be a whole podcast. But, yeah. but to like to James, to your point about some people, and this is what I think Dominique was doing. What does not understand that that it's a process for a lot of people, and yeah. and sometimes I think people, you know, in general, can just get to a certain plateau, a certain level. And forget where they came and from. Forget where they yeah. came from. Yes. Yep. And that's so. what I think. She's now used to being pampered mm-hmm. and you know, she's on these these sets and she's, you know, mm-hmm. in movies and TV shows and doing all this stuff, red carpets, and she's getting dressed by all these, you yes. know, couture houses yes. and everything like that. And she forgot that she used to walk the balls. Yes. At she came from Escalitas or whatever it was in New like, York. Exactly. Your family didn't accept you. Escalitas. Oh, I ain't been there in a minute. And <laughs> you know, I don't know what the hell that is. Um, but I'm I'm like that's them. You are looking at yourself right now and you're mm-hmm. telling yourself you aren't stunning. So is that how you felt about yourself at that age when you right. were first starting out? Right. Like, are you projecting yourself now? Like, no, you aren't good enough. Like, mm-hmm. just don't do it. It was just nasty to me. I did not like it. So I'm assuming Ooh, I don't like it. that's your, if we, if we go with like the breakfast club thing, that's your donkey. Of- that's my donkey of the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is your shade shout. So you gave two sh- shout outs with a shade shout ending. Shade uh-huh. shout. I know. Mm. About 10 minutes. <laughs> that's fine. That was a good conversation because I didn't, I haven't watched it yet. So but, it's, it. but all in all, it's a good show. I think it I, is. Yeah. I, it, I can, for, I see them having many seasons. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I will definitely check because I want to watch it. Um, I'm going to shout out Yvonne Orji because she had her yes! comedy special on yes. HBO. It, I mean, now nah, it wasn't extraordinarily funny, but it was still kind of good. It was funny to me in some ways. Like she, she says, her mother says HBO. Yeah. You know, that <laughs> yes. was hilarious. That, but there are some parts that are funny. But I just love to see my brown people doing things. You know what yes. I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I appreciate that she's out there doing her thing. I love her in you know. Um, Insecure, yes. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm appreciative of her for taking this step, and she's educated, right? She's got yes. a master's in public, public health, health and mm-hmm. a bachelor's in whatever it is. So I'm really, that's great for me to see. That's great for other people to see because as I go forth with my education, I still want to be in media and entertainment. You know, absolutely. Um, that's encouraging for me, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I'm just so that's my shout out is Divine Orgy. That's yes. fantastic. So that, that's a great special, and and Amanda Seals had a great special too. I didn't see that one. Oh my gosh! You mean the one from uh, a few months ago? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that yeah, I did see. Yeah. yeah, that one was great. Yeah, yeah. They're they're both. They're, I'm like black women are doing it. That's yeah. what I like to see. Like, like, come on, sisters. I agree completely. Mm-hmm. Run this world. Mm-hmm. Who run the world, girls? Don't get sued now. Hold on. Uh, oh. Um. Okay. So now it's time for the random question of the day. Um. This is a question related to dating. And so this is where I just ask a question you answer based on how you would feel. Sometimes it's raunchy. Sometimes it's really deep and thoughtful. This is kind of deep and thoughtful, but kind of playful. I'm going to start with you, James Marie. Um, so if, <laughs> Excuse me. If, if you're... What? James Marie. Oh, did I say that? I thought it in my head. Did it come out? Yeah. It did. Oh, it came out. Okay, yeah. sorry. You liar. 
Um, so, okay, here's the question. Okay. I'm gonna start with you. If you're dating someone and you guys haven't really talked about exclusivity, but you're dating them, and then they, you, you know, you say for example, you guys met on Tinder, y'all are dating, okay, and without the necessary expectation of exclusivity, but the feelings are there and everything, but then you see them update their Tinder profile, like maybe they'll change a picture or maybe they'll just change some wording around and whatever. Would that make you feel some type of way? If you haven't had a discussion with them about exclusivity, you just dating them and the feelings are strong, but then they update their Tinder profile. So now to you, what does that, what does that indicate to you? Well, knowing myself, yes. I would feel some type of way, but then I would also have to be like, well, why are you still on Tinder to be able to even yeah. look at this so have some and introspection. see it? And then if your feelings are so strong, you need to have a conversation about it mm-hmm. and talk about it. Like, okay, what are we doing? How are we feeling? Like, should we be exclusive? Should we not be exclusive? Um, yeah, I, I would have to look at myself first though because if I'm even on there to see that you are updating your page if Absolutely. or if if I'm just well I don't I don't know how Tinder works I've never mm. had Tinder so I don't know yeah, if you either. just go to somebody's profile or what you do but if I'm on there and I see you on there or I'm looking for you on there and I see maybe you're online or whatever the case may be and I feel some type of way then clearly my feelings are stronger than I thought they were and now we need to have a conversation because if that's going to hurt me we need to talk about it Mm. because now it's like okay well what are we doing now we need to set some expectations at that point or talk about where we both are with those expectations yeah because it doesn't necessarily mean exclusivity has to come out of it but some type of expectation or boundary or like what are what what's going on yeah you know yeah so so what do they when you mean update do you mean like they so i know on tinder there's like usually two tabs i mean it's a lot of shit on tinder but there's a tab where you got your your messages Mm -hmm. so wait let me think okay so there is a matched section so there's your inboxes and then at the top of your messages there are the people you matched with meaning that they saw your picture and they swipe right mm-hmm. i think right means they like you i don't know so you swipe right and then if you swipe right on their picture then you're a match now mm-hmm. so i created this banner at the top that tells you all the different profile the pic the profile pictures all the people that you liked or whatever or liked you and you matched with mm-hmm. so then you got this tab then underneath that that's your inbox messages and then on the, the another the other tab that takes you to the screen where your matches are that you've connected with and then it'll show you updates. So if they've made updates to their page, you can mm-hmm. see the, the update that they made. Wow. So okay. I guess from that perspective, what would you how would you feel? I would I wouldn't feel anything really. I mean, because I feel like, you know, if we're on like you said, if if you're on James, like you said, if you're on the site, then it, apparently you're still looking for something too. Like they're still looking for something. So I mm-hmm. Uh, it, it ain't it, we ain't exclusive to to we exclusive. Exactly. I'm not gonna tuck away my bust open itch for. <laughs> I made that word up today. So, I love it. Tuck um, away my bust open itch. All this bust open itch needs to stay like you know out in the universe until we decide that we official you know or or, or even heading down official lane. You know Correct. what I mean? So mm-hmm. I don't know. I I wouldn't I wouldn't be too bothered by that. I'll be looking at who they looking at. I'll be like, okay, who who you talk to on your profile? Right, and right. I was dating somebody one time, and we were looking at each other's profile. I was like, look at this booty right here. <laughs> <laughs> what, what that booty look like? Oh, we oh they, we talked to the same booty. Okay, hey, let's oh, the same oh, booty. Like, listen, 
Listen, it's be, it'd be real. Out I here think you should streets. talk to people instead of their booties. Well, that's how people post on these sites most it's, of the time. Exactly. It's their booties. Well, actually, exactly. not Tinder. Tinder is actually pretty. Um, pretty it's the straight. It's not grinder. It's not jacked. It's, it's the straight people's jacked and grinder. Because I know all of the straight people that I know. That's where they go to get a hookup. Just like all the gays are on mm-hmm. jacked and grinder, sharing their dick and ass that's pics. Right. Whether or not you're actually meeting somebody or not. Mm-hmm. You're showing something or you're seeing something on yes. there. It's it's become. I used to be on Jacked and Grinder mm. years ago. Yes, and <laughs> no, honey, no, thank you. Um, and that's what it became. It was like it, y'all ain't looking for friends. Everybody's like, I'm just talking. I'm just chatting. I'm looking for friends. No, fuck right. you not. Friends and only. You, friends only. And it's like your DMs. Like you cute. So what's up? Right. You be like, wait. I thought you were looking for friends. People. And what tri- what trips me out sometimes about Jack is people be like. You know, I'm not in this for sex, but then their main profile picture is their entire colon. Like, I was like, <laughs> yeah. what is going on? Yes, like, the whole, I can literally the see whole all the way down with the endoscopy and everything. Exactly. A picture like, of their last STI panel. Exactly. Like, they are just ready for it. Right. And I. I get frustrated with people that are on dating apps because I just feel like it's late. Uh, like, it's yes. just late. Yes. It's, even, what, what are you doing? Even though I still have a profile. Well, it's late. It's late. No, it is. I don't think so. I don't think because, I mean, everything's moved to electronic now, and I think it's nothing wrong. That's how and you that's find the it. problem. But there is... Yeah, but in the pandemic, how do you go meet people? I know that it was pre-pandemic. It was, it was the PCE, the pre-COVID era, that people were on these apps, but that's just the way the PCE. world is moving. We have been in a pandemic for three months. I get it. So I just acknowledge like, that. I just acknowledge that. Okay. But still, the world is still has already been moving more to digital and technology. That's where it's texting coming in. That's where social media is. So that's just how people meet people. I don't yeah. think there's anything wrong. It's not late. As you, that's the, from well, that, I, that, my that, opinion. That 1990s gingo. That's that my using. opinion. I, I think, I think if, if, if it's not, it's not put like this. I don't think it's late, but it's just not on time. If that makes sense, <laughs> it's, it's not. Thing. It's not. Well, it's 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 almost late. You know how they say like a theater if you uh, uh, ten minutes early is still twenty minutes late. Yes. <laughs> they, they say stuff like this thing. So it's kind of like one of those things where it's yeah. on its way out in a sense because it's like like for me when I get on there, I already. It's like the same people I can be rejected. Like they keep talking. Some people just still that I'm not interested in. Still keep talking and messaging all the time. But sometimes it's just like same messages like, hi, hi, hey, hey, what's up? Hey, big head. Hi. I'm just hey, like, big head. This I'm just like, what? No, hey, big head. Seriously, there's somebody that hit me with a hey, big head. I'm like, how dare you? <laughs> we Get don't, out. We don't right know okay. that. Like, don't read <laughs> me like that. Exactly. We don't but know it's like, like that. It's, it's like the same people that I'm seeing. And it's just, it's not, I, I kind of. I'm to the point now where I'm just like, eh, it's, it's like, I'm not meeting any of them. Even when I set something up, then they, they hit you with that message like, oh, I fell asleep. Okay, well. Everyone you know. wants change in their dating lives and routines and wants someone that's going to be serious but doesn't make any change. Absolutely. And that's, that's why I say it's late. Like, how can you be a, be someone who's like, I need, I'm, I'm ready for something serious. I want to be in a committed relationship. But every day, the first thing you do is hit that app and scrolling through and seeing who's nearby and you chatting with everybody and your options are just, your your options are so open mm-hmm. that you never focus in on someone or you always have someone on the backup. It's like, okay, Brandon pissed me off today mm-hmm. because he said he was busy and he couldn't take my phone call. So let me see who else I can hit up. It's like, yes. it's made... 
it's like it's a meat it's, market. It's serial dating. Yes. It's like no one takes anything serious anymore. Yeah. That's my problem with it. That's why I said that it's late. I, I know that that's true for everybody. I had to change. Listen, I do I, agree with you that that is true, but yeah. not for everybody. It, 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 of course, it's not for everybody. Yeah. But. It, 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 and it also depends on what you're looking for. You know what I mean? Like, I think one point in time, I was looking for just, you know, some some fun. You know, I was yeah. just looking. I just got moved into my own house. I didn't had everything set up. And I was just mm-hmm. like, listen. Okay. And, and they were out cheeks galore. It was just like everywhere you turned around, it was just a... a, a Everybody sending me a different booty pic, and they were nice. <laughs> I have a story about that too, because I saved them on my phone one time. Child, let me tell you something. This is when my mom first got an iPhone. This is when I still oh, lived Lord. at home. Did y'all have iCloud sharing? Child, let me oh, tell God. you. I was sitting in my room. My mom got her new iPhone. She was up there playing with it. She banged on my door, knocked it, knocked open my door with her fist. She was like, "Come get all these booties off my phone." <laughs> I did not know. That it was that many. That's when I had a realization moment. Like, oh, you have a problem. Wait, like, how did she a, get them? Make sure I'm not doing so, that. So I, so I basically put her on. I already had an iPhone. She had just got the the iPhone or whatever, and so I'd already. You know, had pictures on my phone. I put her on. I was like, "Well, let here sign in with my Apple iTunes." Oh, so it brought on mm. all, the, and they were from years too. They was See. like from from like and they were like five hundred pictures. And she was like, "Some of them booties were cute, but you know what? Get all of my." I'm like, "My, how dare you?" That's why I take all of the stuff out of my phone, goes into Dropbox. I do password protected, and it gets deleted off my phone. I do now. I I I can't do that now. I I I'm just like to the point where I'm just like. It was too much. It was like too much going on or whatever. And um, hi, I'm Tarian, and I'm addicted to booty. Listen, hi, Tarian. There's a. It's just sorry. It's 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 a, it's a thing. Then it was another moment where I accidentally sent my mom a picture of myself. Oh my! Listen, God. I saw. I, I I was scared. I was scared. I was scared. <laughs> Jesus. I, I told him. I told her it was and it, transparency. This is the first time I'm saying this in public like this. <laughs> Mom's gonna hear this. Oh well. But um, I told her it was one of my friends. I was just like that was one of my friends, and they said she was just like. And then I saw the bubbles come up. Like she was texting back. I was just like, I'm about to die. Oh <laughs> this blocker. I was just trying to block I in airplane like, mode to try to stop blocker. it. And then it came right through right before the airplane mode took over. She was like, what is that Mandingo thing that you just sent me? I'm like, Mandingo? Like, mom. I showed my friends too. I'm like, dang, you showed all that? Oh, Lord. It was bad. Most embarrassing moment. I'm sweating for you. That made me uncomfortable and just nervous. I couldn't imagine. I can only imagine sending my mother. The last thing I know of that my mother saw was mine was my porn I had on VHS. It was like, (laughs) and and what was wrong is because I was just texting somebody. And and my mom had texted me after that text. So me clicking on the previous text or whatever, I wasn't I didn't realize what I was doing. And yeah, it was it was bad. I went in like Olivia Pope, like mom, give me your phone. I am I so, am absolutely careful about what I send and to whom. Be be careful. This iCloud <laughs> and this text and stuff. That's why I don't I don't do anything like that anymore. So yeah. See. Well but, but I, to answer your question. <laughs> <laughs> to bring it back. To bring it back. Yeah, it has its place. It's I think. <laughs> okay. So from my perspective, I feel like you I wouldn't give a shit. Like if we're on Tinder, apparently we're not, you know, there yet. So whatever. If we need to have and like you said, if there needs to be a conversation, we need to have a conversation and then we'll decide, well, where are you? Well, I'm here and then oh you're here. So we're not 
even. So either we part ways or we just keep going. We're doing until we both get to the same playing field. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So okay. So now it's time for our brown brilliance. This is a segment of the show where we offer a brown brilliance award. It's only verbal right now, but eventually it's going to be a tangible gift. Um, a brown brilliance award to a person place or thing either locally regionally nationally or internationally that's doing something fantastic in the culture whether it's a business a person whatever so and they're just fucking amazing so i wanted to give the brown brands word today to a particular individual mm. excuse me Classy. <clears throat> very unladylike <laughs> this lady is a stunning actor and vocalist she has a bachelor's degree in fine arts from Wayne State University. She's appeared in shows like The Color Purple, oh. A Christmas Carol, mm. Hairspray, Ruined, and several others, just to name a few. Mm-hmm. Soon to return to Wayne State for her master's of fine art degree, <laughs> a longtime friend of mine who always <laughs> knocks the crowd out with her vocals and Weird. never fails to remind me that I once hogtied her and hung her from a doorknob. Oh. Today's Brown Brands Award goes to my dear friend and co-host today, Tarion Hogan. So, yay! Thank you. Yay. I needed to change the pronouns for a second. So. <laughs> I'm like, you I'm start, like, you start like, wait uh, a minute. I've, I've been in all those shows. <laughs> right. I'm like, just like, how dare you? <laughs> like, who is this how bitch? It's been everything I've been <laughs> Yeah, you. so. You did, you did tie my hands and feet to a door. I hogtied him and then I oh, hung him on the door. This, this is a real, a real thing. Yeah, I don't know. I was, I was a lot uh, skinnier then. I was, I was, I was like nice and skinny, like like you. This is before all this extra heps happened. <laughs> now if he tried to hogtie me to a doorknob, I'm tearing the whole house. Down. I was gonna the say the whole door is coming you, down with the house and the room. But you're also <laughs> tall, so I don't, you know. I don't understand yeah. how you let him overpower you. He, but see, but I was—I have to show you pictures. Well, he's burly, uh, so I guess. Yeah, he was—he was a very—he was a very hefty woman then. Too. Yeah, <laughs> very big bone, wow. big breasted yes. wow. lady. Yes. Then, wow. Um, Does anybody have anything positive to say very, about King Ramon today? He was very portly then, <laughs> and <laughs> portly. I hate that word. It's not funny, James. Yes, it is. And and I was I was my little thin wafer leaf frail okay. self. Just and so lady. I was just I, and I had no body strength or whatever. Now nah, I've been lift weight. Now nah, yeah, yeah, we can go ahead and wrestle whatever. Let's do it, baby. But, I'm, I'm always game. Then he was. I was just like, no. What are you doing? And I'm thinking that he's going to stop. You know, because at some point you're like, ah, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> right. But then it got to the feet, and I was just like, what's going on? And it was my scarf, my favorite H and M scarf. Um, that's back when I was heavy in H and M. Um, and then he just like drugged me across the floor, and I was just like, what are you like? What is going on and then he just like hung me up on the door now he was off his pill that day um, had to have been yeah it's sad had i'm sorry you experienced that there's a lot of abuse i'm sure it was traumatic a lot of abuse i've done lots of shit to you james yeah, absolutely i think i've done lots of shit to all my people over the years yes, ramona's one abusive it's, it's not like y'all haven't done shit to me God. we've done nothing but be kind and uplift you oh that's bullshit especially you no We've done nothing but just be be kind and you, souls to you. You have the audacity. I brought you a frappuccino today. You sure okay. did. Which, I brought you nasal spray two weeks you ago. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. Thank, thank absolutely. you. Absolutely. I brought you some talcum powder and all that <laughs> <laughs> for my breast, right up in between my breasts, so they don't sweat. <laughs> Under boob was just like lifted up and like go ahead, try and scr- sprinkle it for me. Oh jeez. <laughs> 
<laughs> I hate the both of you. I don't know. Why are you like this? Why are either of you like this? I don't get it. it you bring it out of us. I'm ashamed like to know what? both of you. I'm ashamed to know both of How you. How dare you? Anyway, moving on to the meat of the topic. So these are this topic is around is centered on a few things today. Um, and these were actually ideas of Tarians that he came up with, which I thought were pretty awesome. So we're gonna talk about three things in a com- combination. We're talking about essential workers and quarantining while single. So that's been a big thing because we've all been at home for a very long time while we've gotten through this COVID-19 situation, which we've not gotten through it just yet while things are still opening up. And here in Michigan, I know for a fact that we are still pretty shitty with our numbers because we are, they showed us a map of the corona spread across the United States. There are some that are bright green and like a darker green and then you went into like a yellow. Mm. I think there might have been an orange and then there was like a red then there's a dark red. Dark red, of course, indicates that you're really fucked up and your numbers still are bad. Well, Michigan's dark red yet. So, uh, so Wait, I think people still need to stay are we we are, we are dark red? That's, well, the last time I saw it on CNN. Oh, that's I don't they, trust CNN. How you know? Yeah. I trust them because they talk shit about Donald Trump, and that makes me happy. I don't trust CNN, child. Why don't you trust CNN? I trust the healthcare workers who give us the information, like Maria Renee, mm, who shares yeah. with us what she knows because she actually works in the field. Yes. So I like to take it from them because the media can do anything. They can report whatever they want yeah. to report. How, well, that's not true because there are people who hold them accountable. And then the CNN typically gets their information about this stuff directly from the CDC, which is a reputable I don't source. trust the CDC either, child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Told us 50 lemon different things. No, it's been the okay. so different things. No, to be fair, to defend them a little bit. They learned about it like we were learning about it. They didn't know everything. They're learning so and they're shut growing. up until and, you know. But you can't because the people want to hear something. Just like the, when the president of the United States, not my president, no, no, um, when he was not saying anything about the racial tensions or... Uh, Which it, was fine. No, it wasn't <laughs> fine because as a leader, you should be saying something. But when he did say something about coronavirus, he said stuff like inject yourself with bleach. At least the CDC took a more... Because they... They're, they they they're not bound by necessarily the president. I mean, you know, they might have he might have some influence on them, but they're telling what they know to be truthful as much as they can. So while they're growing and learning, they're sharing with the public, and I think they've done a but reasonably good job. We did the episode where we spoke about the discrepancies within um, Trump's like mm-hmm. at his conferences about yeah. the different things that he said and how he would backtrack and go back and forth. Right. And I feel like that's the same thing the CDC d- said, and yes. it makes you irreputable. And yeah. I don't trust you at that point because it's like, well, what am I supposed to do? And I understand they were learning as the rest of us were, but mm-hmm. you are, you are up here and they created chaos and confusion amongst all of us. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this whole thing was just not handled. Pro- I, I no, think it was not. But the I, think, difference, I think it was a shit show. It, absolutely. <laughs> it, it, it the difference between the CDC <laughs> yes. and the president, the CDC is literally researching, learning. And as they learn, they, they communicate and educate. The president was trying to use everything as a political tool to wield, to get himself back into office. That's mm-hmm. all he gives a fuck about is get himself back in office. He doesn't care about yeah. the people. Clearly he doesn't care about minorities and racism. And so I think the the, I don't think that the CDC was being cold and calculating like the president was. I think they were yeah. just learning they're and, just and learning. teaching yeah. as they learn, but they had to say something because they're the CDC. They have to say something. They have to say, I, I feel like they could have, uh, for me, if, if I, if first thing they should have did was just 
told everybody to relax. I mean, I understand that that they were, but this relax whole relax and hold your breath. But you see, but that's the thing. They were just like they were like um, they were like panic, but don't panic. I mean, it's coming. It's it's coming, but you you don't have to be afraid of right. it. But be terrified. If you wear a mask, <laughs> it's you. You're, it's no point in wearing a mask because it's not going to help you. But wear your mask. But wear a mask. It's just like okay, so and then it's just like if you got symptoms, you go get checked out or whatever this that and the third blah blah blah. But if you don't, if you do have symptoms and you're really sick, then stay, stay home, home. Stay at home. It's just like and you, you, understand. you can't go to your doctor anyway. Exactly. You can't, so so you're just like, you feel like you're like, like, now that's true because you're out here on your own. You're yeah. like I'm sick. I'm about to die. Like full like uh, my experience. So I tested positive for COVID back in mm-hmm. March. It was like March 29th, April 1st. It was I thought it was an April Fool's joke. Actually, it might have been, might still be, might still be. We never know. <laughs> got to get the antibodies tested. Now, I think I got them, but whatever. Um, so I went. I my experience lasted from like Friday night to a Sunday morning. So it was not three bad. Days. It was a three day. It was a. It was. It wasn't even a full three days though. Like it was, it was just, just kind of like, like running off one day. It was just like one one day. I had a little fever. So on Friday. That Friday, I, I woke up and I went to work or whatever, and I kind of felt like I had a little cough, but it was like a baby cough. It wasn't like a a big, full-fledged cough. It was like very, very thin, anorexic kind of cough. <laughs> and so it was like, it was just like, it was a little cough, but it wasn't nothing to be alarmed about. But I kept right. coughing. I remember even my, I was in the shower, and I in my brother's room was right next to the bathroom or whatever, so he heard me coughing. He was like, you Okay. I'm like, I'm good. I, I think I'm okay. And I went to work. I was fine. Just chippered, as happy as can be. And this was right around the time where they shut everything down. So luckily, uh, thank the Lord, that I was kind of still sequestered. Yeah. So I was like in 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 a part of my job in a particular area where they had shut it down. So I just had to be over there, but nobody was over there. Had Didn't come in contact with people. So I was fine. And I was just sitting there the whole day. You know, I'm just sitting there. I kind of did a little, you know, online shopping, whatever, you know, just kind of just chilling because they they didn't know what they needed me to do. So by the end of the day, I kind of felt like, hmm, I'm starting to get a little body aches. So I'm just like, okay, am I getting sick or what? I was like, well, let me go get some Tylenol just in case. So I went to go buy some regular Tylenol and some PM Tylenol. So I bought the Tylenol, came back over there. By the end of the day, I was just like, yeah. I feel like I'm getting shakes and chills or whatever, but I was just like, maybe it's the flu or whatever, because I still could breathe. I, the cough kind of went away a little bit. So by that night, I was just like, I got home. I'm like, yeah, I'm think, I think I'm sick. I took some Tylenol. I, I already planned on calling in the next day anyway, so because <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm very Negroidian like Not that. Not Negroidian. <laughs> and so I was just like, oh, well, I ain't going to be here tomorrow because I don't feel like coming in. Period. And I, and I got sick time that I ain't used, so boom. So um, I was like, I'm calling in. I called in already, and I just remember having, like, my fever or the chills or whatever I was feeling lasted the whole way through Tiger King. So, like, from episode one <laughs> to episode, I swear, oh, that, is how I, how many that is how I measured there? it. That is how I measured it, huh? How many episodes was it? It was, like, seven episodes or something you like that. Seven, eight. I did. Oh, I you, fell asleep. You don't want to tell me about it. I couldn't get with it. I fell asleep on the last hour and a half of, of whatever I was like. So I don't know necessarily. I know how it ended now, but I don't mm-hmm. know how it ended um, by watching it. But by the time that was done, I had no fever, had no chills, had no body aches. I was not sick, had no cough, had nothing. It was, Your it was body like, said, uh-uh. My body said, not today, Lord. <laughs> and and <laughs> Corona was like, all right, all right. Yeah, not all right. today, okay. say, not today. I felt like you Corona. You will not take my yes, body. It jumped in my body and was like, oh, ain't nothing to see here. So right. let's go. And then and it left. 
Mm-hmm. And so you're so, saying that it it went inside of you. It played inside of you. It it it, it just ahead. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> so it didn't. It, it wasn't a full on bust down nation. No. It was just. It was just a sample. Like just a oh, tip. Okay, hey, mm-hmm. just, a little... just a tip. Okay. Just a tip. That's what it did, or it might have been in that case a finger, a pinky. <laughs> so maybe it didn't, it didn't full on get there. Like some people are getting fisted by it, like full blown. Yeah, yeah. and and I feel sorry for those individuals, but no, just a pinky. Yeah. Okay, you know. Yeah. So and so after that, two days later, I was like, well, let me go get tested because I was just like, I just want to make sure. I go in there to get the test. Um, should I say what place it was or no? Oh yeah, I mean you could say a a, a local uh, oh a local yeah a local uh, local or, urgent a, care a local clinic. urgent care that's over there in the yeah, area over there. yeah, yeah it's, it's over there in. ghetto and shit um, the initials of that place is op off of Southfield Road so yeah mm-hmm. op just in that area <laughs> and so um, I went to that urgent care and I get there and they were like before you come in do you have any fever chills body aches this that and the third and I was just like no I don't you know and she was like okay come on in I even had a mask on and so she was just like um, she was like sign in or whatever put your name and what what you're here for and I put testing on there or whatnot. And so they sit me down, then they brought me up, they took the $15, it was like, okay, it's $15, I was like, will I get a test today? And she was just like, what kind of test are you here for? I was just like, um, the corona test, COVID test. She was just like, you need to have symptoms in order to have tests, and you don't have any symptoms. And I was just like, well, I did have a fever the other day, X, Y, Z. She was just like, well, how do you feel today? I was like, I feel fine today, And but you know, I'm, I'm an essential worker, I work for a... Large XYZ, warehouse retailer. Large warehouse retailer. <laughs> um, probably uh, one of the largest warehouse retailers. And so I was just like, well, I've got to go to work. So I can't just stay at home. You know what I mean? But I would like to get a test so that I'll know. Because if I do have something, I have to let the job know. And they have to send me all the information, blah, blah, blah. Right. And um, so she was just like, so she rolled her eyes when I told her where I work. She rolled her eyes. She put her mask on. She was like, I'm going to need you to go wait in the car. And I was just like, okay, will I get my, can I get my debit card back? She's like, we'll bring it out to you. She was like, you should have told us that you were here for um, that or what whatnot. I was just like, well, yeah, I put down there testing or whatever. And so I go, longer story short, I go out to the car and then the lady girl comes out. She was like, yeah, I'm sorry about her inside. I mean, we just, you just should have told us that you were here for a COVID test. I was like, I put testing. Would you thought I was here for the ACT? <laughs> like <laughs> they was, saw you, you were black, so it must have been a sexual test. She was just like STD testing, and she oh, said see? it with kind of like a see? turned head yeah. and a smile with the raised eyebrows. Mm. Is I that the only like, kind of testing there is? I was like, honey, unless I'm fucking somebody from six feet away, I don't need an STD test. Mm. And so she was just like, I know, but you know, we have to do this, blah blah blah. Long story short, they came out, they put the thing up my nose. It was a oh. different girl. It was like. But three of them girls. It wasn't so. It wasn't painful. It was more so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like felt like. Remember on the Matrix where they put that thing in Neo's head, and they were oh, like, yeah. "It's just gonna relax," and he just kind of like did that little tense up. It was kind of like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so they put the thing up my nose, and then I was just like, "Oh wow!" Now I feel like I just did coke. And she was just like, <laughs> "She was just like, well, at least they're getting something out of it." <laughs> I was like, oh, "We know, we know what you be doing." But so then they did that. Two days later, they kind of called and was just like, so you tested positive for the COVID-19 virus. I'm like, okay, what does that mean? She was like, just stay in your house for 14 days. And after 14 days, you'll be free to go out. I'm like, do I need to get retested? She was like, no, after 14 days, the virus should be gone. If you feel like you're about to get sick or you feel like you're getting sicker, just go to the emergency room. 
And so that whole the time, room that you have to call to get into first. Exactly. Right? That, that kind of <laughs> exactly. The whole exactly. point of an emergency is I got to get there quickly. I got to call and make an appointment. Okay. Yeah. It was. So, it, so I, I was chilling. Just a quick, just to pull a couple things out of that story because actually I was going to ask you about that later, but you brought it up now, which is great. Mm-hmm. Was the lady at the front desk black or white? They were. I want to say like Middle Eastern. They were of Middle Eastern descent. All of them? All of the girls, out? yeah. Okay, so one was, okay, got it. But, but shout out to that place because the lady that runs it is a black lady uh, who's the manager of it. And she kind of, I was going to write a letter. I was going to be full on Karen and write a letter. I okay. am a white woman, woman. in America. <laughs> I was like, I'm a Period. white woman in a black man's body. And <laughs> I think that, like, I was going to go there, like, full blown. And, um... And so she was the one that kind of was just like, oh, well, you know, she was like, well, who told you that you had COVID when I caught up there? I was just like, it was old girl. I don't know her name. This and the third. She was like, well, I don't see your lab results, but I do see the paperwork that they did to send to your job. So um, so she kind of like calmed me down and mm-hmm. kind of like made made sure that my job got it. My job paid me the two weeks that I was off. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. That was a big old check. And oh, I like it. And I'm okay. here for it. Um and I, you know, just stayed in the room, stayed in the room, and watched that whole thing. But the black, the the, the manager to answer your question was a black girl. The mm-hmm. uh, then you had symptoms where you could not smell. I had that for maybe, a, but see, I don't. Here's the thing with smell: I don't have a strong sense of smell. My brother has like the he has like a nose like a hound. Like I could. <laughs> I could poop yesterday and he could smell it. <laughs> like you pooped it? Yeah, he, yesterday, he, dog. He's it's got like repeal. a hound's nose. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but he he's really good with that. And I'm not like that at all. We had an odor in our house that was like sewer gas that were coming up, but I couldn't smell it. But I also couldn't smell it before when we had an odor until the it got really bad, then I could smell it. So I couldn't I didn't have a strong sense of smell anyway, so I didn't think anything of it. I was just like, okay, well I can't smell anyway. And I got a big old nose too, but I think it's just a lot of you know, it it's Hair it's more there. meat and face. It's not <laughs> yeah. a whole it, like I don't have nostril low depth. That's not the real I don't have a good nostril nasal depth. depth. So um yeah. But I, yeah, and I don't smell well either because I have these allergies I constantly mm-hmm. deal with and battle. Not those fall, winter, I pretty smell better. But you know, and I have an allergy cough. You know, mm-hmm. like I cough, mm-hmm. cough a little bit here and there now. So I'm always concerned. Like, okay, damn it, do I have COVID nineteen? <sighs> you know what I mean? Because I just never know. You never you really never know. know. Yeah. So it's always scary, and it's, especially if you don't have like because I was considered asymptomatic because the the majority of time, and I even told them this at the thing. At the urgent care. OP. Uh, in OP. I was just like, um, like, what if I were to go, like, if they had sent me home, I would have been affecting a lot of people at the time because they were saying you could still spread it. So I'm like, what if they just sent me home and I just listened to them like, oh, no symptoms. Oh, I'm free. And then I just went there <laughs> and I'm just like coughing and breathing on folks because right. this was before they made everybody wear masks. Yeah. So I was just like, you know, I'm glad that I forced them to do that because right. I... I could have saved some lives or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Went home, told, well, went, called my mom, like, and I knew she was going to freak out. I called my mom, like, yeah, so they said I got COVID or whatever. She's like, oh, are you serious? Oh. I'm like, mom, you are going through it. She I'm the one with the diagnosis. Exactly. I'm like, I'll be fine, mom. She calls me the next day because I guess she wanted my brother. We, I live with my brother, by the way. I don't know if I said that. But um, and he has asthma, so he had to stay away from me. So I had to stay in my room, literally. I was like, 
mom or dad or somebody just bring me some tea, give me this electric tea kettle that they sell at one of these stores out here. Give me electric tea kettle, kettle. give me some tea, some honey, some lemon. I'm going to stay in my room. I watch Black Lightning. I caught up on Ozark. <laughs> I was watching all kind of shows. Like 14 I was just days. Porn for 14 days. And Ooh. I was going through it. Did I send you the, I saw you, sent you the video. When I said I grew my hair out, oh, yeah. it. <laughs> it was like, what are you doing? I'm just like, hey, listen, I had this whole long lace front on. Yeah, he was having such a good fucking time by just, himself. Just by myself. I had to entertain myself. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I'm a Gemini, so, you know, I got all these personalities. They oh, were yeah, talking. too. They were talking with each other. They was like, listen, it was it was going down. Hence, he's an actor. <laughs> yeah. But it's it, but it was, it was she, she was freaking out. She called my brother or to, to to get me some tea, and um and so he didn't get it because he was asleep. So she called me like, "Listen, I will die for you. Do you hear me? I will come over there and I will get it nice up." I'm like, "Mom, calm down. I love it. it. I'm good. I'm like, he's good. I'm good. I can breathe. I'm you know. I thought about actually Facetiming her like like near death and just kind of like having oh one God. eye open." Another single tear just rolls down. And I, her her out. I love you. <laughs> you would have took her out. <laughs> He's but such an asshole. That wouldn't have been, been kind at all. <laughs> that would have. That, 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 that was the plan. That was the plan. That would have been perfect. I but no, I was just like, I shouldn't even play like that. She really no. will go. Too many people been, are. Yeah. Too many people are getting sick. So I, right. I just rolled, rolled with it and just went through it. I'm glad that you made it through it. We uh, we did Thank a show you. a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Talked to people. We talked to Maria Renee because she works in the healthcare field. My, fr- mm-hmm. my friend Naeem, he's a nurse anesthetist. I can never say that word. Uh, we also talked to Jason Flowers, who was a COVID survivor too. Mm-hmm. His situation was worse than yours. He was actually in the hospital. Yes. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Jason. Yes. Um, who else did we, did we talk to? Three. We Just talked to three. my mother. Uh, we talked to Teen Teen. Yeah. Who is having to deal with the whole process of being a teacher now because you mm-hmm. teach kids at home, right? Yeah. yeah. So and. His little brothers, oh my God. They, mm. I mean, I love those little boys, but we always say they're little shits because yes, they're yeah. <laughs> and oh well I, they carry the same sentiment about you, so they just they do. Because I I mean I, I harass those children. I get I bought a I bought a water gun and I leave it at James' house just oh my for my gosh. purposes of and this is one of the quick rapid field ones. I dip it in the pool, it fills up because <laughs> I'm a big ass kid. I mean he it's is. Just, yeah. If he comes fun. over there outside playing for just hours. Oh, and it was wow. so fun. It was like, so wear them off. They all get tired, then they all just go to sleep. And I, I see Ramona yeah. is up there. Yes. Yeah. Then I'm in a pool flipping my hair and everything. <laughs> that was an auntie Ramona picture. That was auntie, and I hold video. my breast so nobody can see him. You know, I'm gonna be <laughs> But you know, and then this quick side note is I couldn't, I didn't want to hug the kids because you know, even his niece and nephew and mm-hmm. his two little brothers. I mean, I love these babies; these are my right. babies. And so I, I, I didn't want to touch them. And I went over there. I was trying to stay away, but I went over just to hang out, see everybody for a little bit. And I was, you know, they wanted to hug. I was like, no, 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 social distance. And they kept mm-hmm. getting right here to talk because you know, kids got to talk right to you. I'm like, back right. six feet. You know, right. Get it was six, horrible, especially. My nephew James. Yes, he got. He's be only four, so he doesn't have any concept <laughs> of understand. distancing or yeah. cleanliness or anything. Mm-hmm. No, he so. does not. But they all love to give give me huggies and kisses, and I love to give them to them. And so it was just this past weekend where uh, I came over and I felt comfortable to give hugs at that point. And then uh, Tanner ran and jumped in my arms and gave nice. me all kinds of hugs and kisses. It was so sweet. I was like, "Oh, my baby!" Oh. Nice. 
Because he could be my son. You know, he mm-hmm. looks just like me. So, Oh, yes. That little white child. Yeah. <laughs> my just baby. Like, mm-hmm. But, um, yes. Yeah, absolutely. So, I feel <laughs> like in, in Ramon's mind, that is what he looks yeah, like. Yeah, I think white. so. Yeah, I, I agree. He does. He think he is a white man. Caucasian. Yeah. I believe Carcation. I am. Well, in today's world, I definitely know that I am a Negroid. Mm. So, we well, talked about idea. being by yourself for 14 days. It's a good segue into the sheltering at home. And being single, mm. so here's some some okay. So I looked read this article, and it's going to go through a couple of things that talk about how that looks with being at home and sheltering. So, home sweet home, or is it house arrest? Right. So mm. we all know that people would rather stay in than go out. Sometimes, you know, obviously with this whole Corona situation going on, but some people have lived alone for years and they would not, they wouldn't have it any other way. Some people are just homebodies, right? Mm-hmm. But how does that look when we are forced to stay home when somebody's social like me or social like James, social like you, Maria Renee? We are all social people and we are forced to stay home. You had to stay home because you had to protect your brother because he had an unknown right. condition. Mm-hmm. You know, you had to go out to use the bathroom, obviously, unless you got a little bedpan. I don't know, but that's disgusting. <laughs> Um, no, I just did it out the window. But, okay. um, it, no, Put your butthole out the window. Like, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Hey, listen. Get Let it get a little air. No? Yeah. Okay. Air um, it out. And that's that's yeah. tough. <laughs> so you got to be able to create, especially people like myself. You know, I bought a PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I was still going to work because I'm an essential worker. James is an essential worker. So I still had that social interaction. Mm-hmm. Just that my employees became my best friends because I'm like, hey, guys, good to see you today. You know, right. do typically, right. you know, I'm like, I, I, I love them anyway. I do love everybody I work with. But uh, well, mostly everybody I work with. But um, they, but you know what I mean. But if you are a person who literally had to stay at home, you got to work from home, mm-hmm. and you, you know what I'm saying. Are you under house arrest at that point? How does that feel? How did that feel for well, you? Well, you didn't get the chance to experience that. No, because I still went to work. Mm-hmm. So, but, but you couldn't go to Maize with Kina. Uh, I know. I couldn't and, get know. my margaritas and you know do all my hood rat activities and stuff. But <laughs> no, for me it was more so. It, I didn't miss miss being social. As much as I missed my me time, because my me time doesn't come in the form of staying at home. Right. I'm not a big like TV person at all. You know that the, yeah. my TV is unplugged most of the time. I could mm. really care less about watching stuff on TV. Wow. Um, I enjoy going to different coffee shops and um, being creative in some type of aspect, or like going to the park. And then I also fighting with geese. Yeah, I also. Fuck them geese. Um, I also enjoy going to the gym and running on the treadmill. Like those are things that bring me peace. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't able to do any of that. So being stuck at home, I was like, like oh my goodness, like I'm going crazy. I don't have a way to like um, outlet, you know? Yeah, exactly. So that was frustrating. But I know for my mom, she felt like she was on house arrest. Because now the kids are staying at home all day. She don't, get, and now she's their teacher. Yeah. She's been a stay-at-home mom for a long time, mm-hmm. but um, now she has to be their teacher, and she's always very involved in their education, anyways. Mm-hmm. But now having, I have a ten-year-old brother, and I also have a um, six-year-old brother, mm-hmm. and they. Um, are now like they each have Zoom calls at different times of the day. They don't want to pay attention. Like just the other day, my little brother Tanner is like, mom, can I like do my Zoom call outside? And she's like, yeah, okay. So he takes the his iPad outside to watch the Zoom call. He's out there doing cartwheels and front flips and shit in the damn yard. <laughs> Not That's paying funny. attention. My mom's like so stressed about it. And I'm like, just give it up. Right. Just give it up. It's yeah. the last week of school anyways. Just yeah. give it up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, one of my employees, her, um, 
she could not get her grandson. She takes care of her grandson during the week or whatever, and she could not get him to do anything. Now, in my mind, of course, me being me and the culture I've come from, I don't understand how you can't get kids to do anything. That's just something I don't understand. But that's because mm-hmm. of my culture that I grew up in. I knew that when my mom said I need to do something, right? It wasn't done. I yeah. knew harsh something was coming afterwards. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but it, it's kind of like, uh, yeah. But then that brings you into the conversation about social support too, because if you, that's why, like, I I, I attended more Zoom parties, house party parties that I wanted to admit house to. Party. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I didn't know what house party was for. Um, mm. And I found out. Uh, but then there were some when I would just go to the actual house party actually with friends to talk and chat. But we switched over to Zoom because house party was a little. Rashette. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, so, you know, s- social support while sheltering. So while you were sheltering, then. How was that for you? Like, did you have social support? Just your, was your mom calling? I mean, I talked to you once or twice. Yeah, it was, it was, everything was on the phone and everything was, you know, in that aspect. But like, I'm a, like I said, I'm a social in-person kind of person. Me too. Yeah. And, you know, you know, me and the Bureau, shout out to the Bureau, mm-hmm. you know, we hang out all the time. All the so time. it's like, yeah, it's like, that was a big change to kind of like go like, boom, we're not hanging out when we have to do everything via FaceTime and the Zoom, center third, yeah. Zoom and all that. It was okay. I mean, I'm, I, I think for me, it was just the fact that I was confined to the room. Because if I had space to just kind of go into my house or whatever, that would have been a different thing. Um, But me being confined to the room, that was, that was a little bit difficult. Cause I was even with, you know, talking to my brother, I was like, do you want to go stay with mom for, for two weeks so that I can at least, yeah. So, so that it's still not not be confined to my room. Right. It was kind of house arrest is for you. You know, it it was literally like, you remember, um, color purple where they had to put, sit the food outside. That's kind of how it was. And I had to like throw the plate and slide it back. I don't want this bad shit. Exactly. (laughs) So you, so was, you was I had to, Avery. yeah, I, that so, nasty woman's disease. Oh God, I had the nasty woman's disease, <laughs> full blown. I was like, what? But uh, but I mean, of course, I wasn't wasn't symptomatic. But I was in there, you know, and so my brother, I'm say Sellers, yeah, that's his name. Um, I call him Six AM because he's gonna be mad at me. Call him Sellers. Um, <laughs> he had to when he cooked food, he had to knock on my door and tell me because. I, you've seen my you've been yeah, in my house yeah it's like the table my room is right here and there's a big old marble table, table right yeah, there and, yeah. a, and, a, and he had to set it on like the edge of the table where i could get closer and i had to kind of like be all homely and <laughs> come out there and get it like, like quasi thank you <laughs> you know and i'm just walking out there and just like oh, i'm gonna wipe this down <laughs> you know it, it was it was it was very it was very miserable to do that but the whole time, hazmat suit <laughs> exactly we ordered buffalo wild wings because i live around around the corner for buffalo wild wings that's what I knew I could taste again when I had that um, garlic chicken or the, the, the parmesan garlic. garlic. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's so I, amazing. I, I, I just get mine wet. I just get mine real wet. It's I'm nasty. Like nice, nice and wet and juicy. <laughs> <laughs> I get mine uh-huh. just dripping and sop it up. Oh. Biscuit. Yeah, it's like a biscuit. Yeah. Are y'all having sexual thoughts for food right now? Yeah. I'm y'all not. Because garlic parm is nasty, so there is nothing sexual well, about that for me. <laughs> I, I, I had to, but well, that's when I knew I could taste because I was just yeah. like, I need something like, strong. So, and I can't do the hot and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah, it, that's when I knew I could taste. But yeah, we were ordering Buffalo Wild Wings, and you know, the rest was, rest was it, it was just the being confined in the room. 
That's yeah. the only thing. I was just like, you I wake hate. up and see the same walls. You go to sleep exactly. Like, oh my god! And 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 not only that, days are shorter. I don't know if that's odd or if that's right or not. But I would wake up at like twelve, and before I knew it, it was seven p.m. And I was just like, oh, it's time to go to sleep again. Yeah. So that was it's like that being, was odd. So it's literally like being in jail. It's like being in jail. I have yeah. a friend that was in jail for ninety days. I can only imagine what that would be like. Mm-hmm. But at least you that got a little more him. free reign for. Yeah. Only thing was missing was like a big bubba. Like, uh, <laughs> right. And you oh, still got to eat people. your cornbread. I'm okay. like, yeah, I want you go give me your cornbread. I'm gonna take and eat your cornbread and eat your listen, cornbread. Listen. Uh, a long time. <laughs> So another thing that people were doing, like sharing the great outdoors, people are going to people are exercising more now than ever. Walking, honestly, it's it's annoying to be quite honest. Why? Because you are taking up my space. I (laughs) that is the white privilege right there. I this is white hat. The white side. This is white hat. Gallup Park is mine. Okay, (laughs) fuck them geese. As long as the geese are behaving, me and Gallup Park. There, I've. By the way, to, he has a fear of geese. He doesn't like I geese. hate geese. I'm really? like scared. Are you scared of all birds or just geese? Just geese. Really? They, just they attack geese. him for some reason. No geese. Just, they smell the fear. Ooh, they, I know because they. As soon as they see me, they like. Exactly. They watch and start hissing. I'm, I will fight. I will fight. A me goose. too. I will, I will beat pull the fuck I will pull out. on DDT. <laughs> me too. I'll be like, waiting dude. for him. Like, come, come do something. Well, the next I time I go hand. to the park, you can come with me. Absolutely. And you just Let's take go. them all out. Let's go. And then they want to open go. their wings okay. to make themselves look bigger. Exactly. I say, I look, like, I do the same thing. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> I'm taller than you. <laughs> and my wings man bigger. I beat your ass. <laughs> I want a tennis racket. I just saw I could just like I'm ready. That's a good idea. Put some spikes on one side, like wham. Exactly. I'll take a tennis racket. I saw this one guy run over goose over on Van Dyke Railroad. So sad though because he just got his it was in the street walking like Fuck that dude. goose and he ran over it, it was all flapping his one wing and his body was smashed I felt so that bad goose. but anyway so yeah they're taking up but your yes, space they're taking up my space at the park I keep going to the park and there's not any parking spots mm. and I'm like I want to just ride my bike y'all leave me alone mm. like you know that is my, I guess that is my white privilege you know mm-hmm. but everyone does but it's also a good thing that everyone is exercising and finding things to do outdoors I, mm-hmm. I think that that is great they bought yeah. up all the bikes being more bought and... all the bikes all the playstations I, they be they be out there jogging like a mug um, in, in Raw Oak. That's why I live yeah, Raw Oak. Which Loke. is great. And that's something, because I mean, I've been exercising a little bit more myself and I'm, you know, Good. down half a pound. And uh, so, uh, <laughs> something. And that's tell. another thing. With Corona, you will lose 10 pounds. You will lose your Corona 10. Yeah, or gain sure. Corona 15. Either way, it depends on how you handle it, right? No, um, like it'll, it literally made me lose if weight. You had oh, corona, if you had though, Corona. If you had yeah, it. Because you, you weren't corona. eating or just because it was No, eating. it just, I, I I don't know. It just something I mean, your body happened. went into a higher metabolism because it was fighting harder. Maybe. And that's something that concerns me with Corona because my body is always a hyper-mode fighting allergens that it believes is going to attack it. So mm-hmm. is it, does it mean that I've had Corona already, I've got antibodies, and my body was like, like yours, uh-uh, bitch, boom. Or... Is it exhausted from fighting allergies? You and it's could have had that. I mean, I, you have a waistline yeah. now, so I mean, I can't say nothing. Love you, That's Mo. a girdle. I love you. It's a girdle. Is there anything it is a, uh, what is the what is the What is the one that... A waist trainer? A waist yeah. trainer or the... Um, what is body shape corset? A corset. Corset. I yes. don't know if I like either of you. You love us. All I do is love you and support you. That's a lie. You. Concern That's myself with the things of your lives. And I have cool. so many scars on my body from your abuse. That is yes. such a lie. Physical, verbal. And I have scars I on my heart. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
<laughs> yeah, go ahead and I use that. Go ahead and use that bacterial wipe with the bleach on it to wipe your face. Go yes, ahead. I need it. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of bacterial wipes and and people doing stuff, how about the way people were like just buying up all the toilet paper, buying up you know all what? the bleach, all the hand wipes, sanitizer wipes? That I was crazy. I don't understand the toilet paper. No, I did, the toilet I don't. paper was very confusing. It was, Coronavirus it was is very here. Confusing. My ass got to stay clean, though. Okay, I mean the toilet paper and the 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 water. Yes, they, like they just knew their water was going to get cut off or something. It was like let's buy up Listen, all the water. The stores are 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 now doing limits on yeah, things. Like two yes. packages per person. Yes, and that's good because some of the and then some of some of the people there don't understand. That sometimes it's like, okay, like if it's a place where it's a membership, sometimes they'll put a limit and say two per membership. So people are like, but this is for my cousin. No, two per membership or one mm, per membership. So your cousin needs to bring their card in. Exactly. And they yeah. can get two as well. They right. trying to, uh, trying to cheat slick it. a can I'm of like, oil. Like, no, sweetie. No, two per. Because yeah. everybody, all, I had to go to a gas station and buy oh, like yeah, 10 single paper. rolls. Remember that? That's yeah. about that. And mm-hmm. then so it turns out, uh, my mom took those 10 rolls and she traded them with one of her friends who wanted that brand for some whatever reason and then we got a bigger pack but and then I actually took a big pack of toilet paper to work because mm. I couldn't find any for my employees and I just like the ladies need the toilet paper in the bathroom and I was only putting out so much because this is my personal big box of toilet paper now so you know what I'm saying? The union was breathing down my neck. They don't have toilet paper. I'm like, well, you can find some goddamn toilet paper. Then find some right. toilet paper and bring it yeah. over here. Since you're there, you're you're getting paid off the money I pay them. So you bring your ass over here and get some toilet paper. Right. But and that was the, how I was feeling. But I try to be peaceful and diplomatic. But whatever. But I, you know, what I'm saying I was irrational that shit. I'm like, you know, here's a roll. You know, I need to bring that roll back because I still have a lot of it left and bring it back home. But I was like, here's a roll. You know, here's a one roll per stall. But that's not nothing more for three to four weeks because y'all better. Mm-hmm. Use yeah. it very sparingly, wrap around two fingers, do a little whatever, but I'm not gonna use up all my shit. You know what I'm saying? You better, y'all can use up all my shit, but then I, you know. Sidebar, I heard, overheard people saying, speaking of toilet paper, that they ball theirs up. I can't, I don't understand that. When ball people it up say, to what? ball it up to white. Like, I need a flat surface. Yeah, you need like a flat. Because you gotta wipe and you gotta see you where You gotta see and then see, see where, where the area is covering listen, and I'm, how I'm, much more you need I'm to I'm such go. a doodoologist, it's ridiculous. It's uh, not even, it's not even funny. Like, it's a science. There's a whole science to this. That's the title for the episode featuring doodoologists. <laughs> doodoologists. <laughs> doodoologists. Doodoologists 101. Yes. Doodoology one baby. The Cornbread and Caviar team and our resident doodoologist. <laughs> yeah. And I'll just come in. I'll just come in. I'm like, how are your bowels, everyone? <laughs> How's everyone? Is it healthy? Healthy, Is it healthy? Okay. Did you have a BM today? Then, Here's some prune juice. <laughs> exactly. Somebody come in. My stomach hurt. I'm like, where is it hurting? On the top, mm, fiber. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fiber. Need some fiber. Yeah. And then you pull out your little, oh, you pull out your colonic wine. Too much exactly. For me. Pull out a fleet. Like, here, take, Lay down take, and take two of these and call me in the one. Oh, God. Take then, two squirts and then go in the bathroom. And if this lay on your work, side, like lay on your side, and pull your knees into your chest. <laughs> <laughs> if that doesn't work, call me. We'll put this in. Y'all are pros. I mean, listen, apparently, listen, and just another it's, quick it's sidebar. <laughs> when I got a Kalani, it was really uncomfortable for me that this woman is planting my booty hole, lubing up my booty hole to receive this wine, and she talking to me, and then she just goes, Zloop. I'm like, what? Could you take me to dinner first? Like, can, hey, listen. I don't even know your name. I'm scared. I want to get a want to take you to dinner afterwards. I want to get a colonic, but I'd probably get excited. Oh, it's it's, it's, not. it's not. Well, if it's a woman in there, you'd be like, 
Yeah. You, yeah. But if it's like a cute man, I'd probably get excited. You'd be like, oh my <laughs> Touching my booty hole. Like, like, oh my oh. God. <laughs> what if he like smacked it while he was like that? <laughs> like, whoa, doc. Do that again on LG. I know. <laughs> Make it even. All right. Right, because I don't okay, feel like you're even all good. it out. It's going to help all this stuff come out. You know, just. Yes. And then I'll be ready to go. You know, I had I had a um, colonoscopy recently, or whatever. And those are the best. Uh, the, I just be feel so light and free. I be doing cartwheels afterward. Yeah, huh? it's your age. Yeah. Well, I have so full disclosure. I have be having like stomach, or used to. Not anymore. Uh-huh. Lately, I've been fine. I think it's because I changed my diet. I'm taking like vitamins and yes. you know probiotics and stuff like that. Yeah. So it is it, a queen it's of not, probiotics. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Namaste. Namaste. Probably. <laughs> yes. um, but it's like these things where I'm just like, okay, like I would wake up and I would just have like this stomach burning. Yeah. And then it's like bloating and stuff like that. So I I had to do that. I, I, I've actually had three of them, you yeah. know, because I'm like, you need to find what's wrong with my stomach. It should not be burning. Yeah. They're like, well, what are you eating? What do you do? I'm, I, didn't, I don't eat dairy like that. I don't eat sweets like that. I, so I'm just like, what's going on? They're just like, just take probiotics. When you say stomach, like, you talking about your stomach or your actual belly area? In your like intestine? all of it. It'll all burn. The whole gastrointestinal The whole gastrointestinal But it hasn't happened recently. It hasn't happened recently, yeah. no. How long Probably. is it recently? Like? Um, last time I got a colonoscopy was, um, what was it? Maybe Maybe a year or two years ago. Oh, so PCE. Yeah, what's PCE? Pre-COVID era. Oh, yeah, it was pre-COVID. Oh, this was, was way before COVID. You know, this is way before. It, I don't know. It might have been a little Corona juice in there that was causing it to do what it did. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So, um, it might have been COVID-18. Okay. Okay, don't worry. It was tax your colon. Exactly. So, it might have been something. Colon-18 or something. So, um, yeah, but it was it was like once I got it all cleaned out, it did what it did and stuff, I felt fine. And yeah. to this day, I feel better. I don't bloat like that no more. Only if I drink a lot, but mm-hmm. you know, yeah. But the bar's been close. <laughs> so you're aware of your uh, what you your can body. Do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, how about the sharing of the virtual spaces? We just got done talking about all of our Zoom calls and Zoom parties, which are kind of boring because it's like every and you can't get a word in edgewise because everybody's talking at the same time. You're like, hey, I want to say something, but then you got to just get in there and somebody's got got to get in there at the same time you get in there. Mm. It's a little frustrating, but it kind of gives you a social outlet for those of you who are, you know, because honestly, you. right now you should still, yeah, like me, you should still be staying at home as much as you can, but shit's opening back up right now and COVID's spiking back up in Florida and it's going to do the same everywhere. So, yeah. Tell us a virus, uh, tell us a vaccine out there that actually allows you to escape it completely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't know. Well, I wanted to touch on the supplies and people hoarding supplies because yeah. being an essential worker and not having anything, mm-hmm. um, you know, I work at a bank. Mm-hmm. And so a cleaning company would come like once or twice a week during, you know, after we closed to clean everything. I don't know how thoroughly they clean, you know. So <laughs> I would always personally wipe down stuff PCE anyways because I'm a little bit of a germaphobe in that way. Um, and I don't trust people and I work with money. So uh, yes. it, it's gross. Um, but when everything broke out, like we were on our last you know, spray, you know, Lysol spray and all of that stuff. And we didn't have anything. Mm. And I still had to go to work and I didn't 
have anything to clean with mm. and i don't know how thoroughly the cleaning people are coming afterwards you know because half yeah. the times they don't change every trash or you'll still see the crumbs from somebody eating their mcdonald's the other mm. day still chilling on the ground or something and it's mm. like okay i don't believe that they're doing a good enough job so for me people hoarding the re- like hoarding that stuff and just wiping the shelves i was very frustrated being an essential worker because i'm like I still got to go to fucking work. Yeah. I didn't have a mask. I didn't have gloves. I didn't know yes. if I needed a mask or gloves because the CDC was saying one thing one day and something yes. else the next day. And so that was frustrating for me being an essential worker. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. And that's time. a good topic to kind of get into just to kind of shift gears a little bit about being an essential worker. So, you know, um, all three of us were considered uh, essential workers. And actually, for those of you who don't know, James is a commercial sex worker. He yes. says, we call it the bank, but you know, commercial sex work. So yes. not having sperm supplies bank. doing yes, yes, the sperm bank. There you go. That's yes, my bank. My yes, okay, <laughs> the sperm. Yes, bank. The yak bank removal. <laughs> Did you feel like during this time? And this is a very good question because I know we talked about it, but mm-hmm. I want to go on record right now and say, did you feel like your company no. valued you? <laughs> no, okay. absolutely not. And I still don't feel valued. And I tell them every single day. Um, it, it was just very frustrating for me at, because when everything broke out, they made it very clear to us that they were going to follow in the footsteps of other banks mm-hmm. to see what they were doing first. Oh, we can't and, be individuals. And right. And so I was like, take care of our employees. Okay. And you know, we are federally regulated. There's the rules on, we have to have the doors unlocked during a certain period of time, the vault X, Y, Z, all that extra stuff. Mm-hmm. So I get it. However, when everything around us is closing, yes. W- I understand we are essential, so we don't have to close, but there was nothing in place. And yeah. I work in Ann Arbor mm. and there, um, you know, we don't have any type of like, glass on the teller line either to like protect us from robberies in the first place, but anything. So I'm, I don't have any supplies and they're basically saying like, okay guys, well, we're still focusing on the customer, Mm. customer, 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 the whole time it was customer, but never once was I asked what would make me feel comfortable to still come to work. Mm -hmm. People that didn't have to come to the office were all told to go home. Mm -hmm. I still had to go into the office, but like I said, I was never asked what make what will make you feel comfortable to come into the office. Right, right. And that was very frustrating to me because I didn't feel comfortable going in, but of course mm-hmm. you still got bills to pay. You right. still you know, and I'm not sick, so I'm still gonna go to work, but I'm on edge all day. Mm. And the part that really bothers me is that That's they, draining to your body because it's a stress form. Yeah, I was stressed from it and then they're giving our customers surveys, which they've always done anyways, right. but our customers are grading us on how we're handling the situation. <laughs> well, I'm not giving my best because I'm stressed and right. I'm anxious just like the customer is. Mm-hmm. And you want to get on me because we got a three out of a five. Fuck you. Yeah. Take your three like, and five. And exactly. Yeah, exactly. Basically. So that was very frustrating for me. And it still is because um, we did lock the doors yeah. starting like in April, but we just unlocked them. So now people are can come in freely rather than just by appointment. Mm-hmm. And people coming in without their masks on and, you know, coughing and not obeying. We have stickers on the floor now that, like, say, oh, stand back here. Nobody cares. Everybody's just in there doing whatever they want to do. And still, I've not been asked, 
do you feel comfortable coming to work? Do you right. feel safe when you come into work? Right. It's about, okay, well, make sure, you know, we're getting back to Production, normal and our normal sales. operating rhythms and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I'm like, but things aren't normal. They're right. not how they were and they won't be like that. So we got to switch some stuff around, guys. Right. Like, come right. on. You got to so. shift gears. Yep. The company in which I work for is, um, that, so the, it was a, I think ultimately, just like I feel like a lot of these businesses and corporations are they they really only they dr- truly just care about the money at the end of the oh, day yeah, absolutely um so it's like it's kind of sad which is sad you know they kind of did put a couple things in place for us so just so they can say they did it yeah we did just this so for you because we and, care about you it really is bringing this money because everybody's coming here to shop they're hoarding our shelves we're making more money than ever exactly bring your mm-hmm. ass to work i don't care this is what i feel that they should have done it should have just been essential shopping only um, I, I don't know, like like food and things like that. Some of those things, like patio furniture and stuff like that, and couches. That I mean, come on, like we we could have hold put like a hold. Or they could have ordered that it had it shipped to their yes, homes. Which, because which, I do want people to be comfortable on the while web, at home. Which you could do on the website. Just saying. Yeah, so it's like yeah. you know, people could have done that, and then it was just like these things of um. Okay, yeah, you can take time off if you want to or whatever. Um, they put that in place for a lot of people. Some people just like took time off or whatnot. Um, was but it paid we, or unpaid? Um, that was unpaid, but you could pay yourself. So, like, if you wanted to like dip into your vacation time or something, you could pay yourself to be off See, for. That's kind of tricky because there's work available, so they couldn't get the pandemic under you know the PUA. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. See, so, I furloughed everybody intentionally so that they could get that six hundred dollars plus. So mm-hmm, I made sure everybody, yeah. except for the people who volunteered to continue to work, could work. Mm. But I furloughed everybody so they could get that extra. So a lot of my employees were making more money than before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> than PCE, they're making more money. So mm. and it was it was just it, it's one of those things where and they're like opening up certain things like okay, we're not supposed to have. Only there were they're only supposed to be like at one particular point. I think it was like 150 people in the warehouse at a time, not including employees, but just you know members. And so um, I was like, there was only supposed to be 150 people in there. I come in there one day, it's a full on packed house. I'm asking the manager, I'm like, what? How many people are supposed to be in here? First artists, we had it set up where elderly could get in at, at from nine to ten. That's their shopping hour. Mm-hmm. I'm like. Looking around like this hoe ain't elderly. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is a young hoe. What's go- what's going a young on? Hoe. Not an old hoe. Oh, good. Not yeah. an old hoe, but this is a young hoe. Right. I was like, what's going on? And so he's just like, oh well, I just decided to just stay open. I'm like, no, you kind of can't do that. Like it's important. That's the whole purpose. I decided to stay open. He was looking. Who is your manager? A man or woman? That's a man. Well, this he's this a, I have a, a few ton tons of managers, but this particular manager is a guy. And so he was just like, uh, white guy. No, you know, not no shade, but. Mm-hmm. But he was just like, I decided to just stay open. I'm like, yeah, but that's defeating the whole purpose. I mean, if they can't be around people and, and this is just for 65 plus, then it should be for 65 plus. I shouldn't see Instacart walking around here right. or whatever shopping. Right. right. And right. that's a whole nother conversation. I'm tired of them Instacart people. They get on my nerves. <laughs> and I did Instacart for like one stint. And I was like, never again, Lord. Nope. Jesus, help me. Jesus, take the wheel. Nope. Can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> the demands... Of these folks are just it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's out of this world. But yeah, they. I don't think. I don't think they did the right thing all the time. And I think it was just one of those things where I was just like, okay, yeah, I gotta just stay peaceful. I think capitalism is what really drives a lot of decisions being made. They don't give a fuck about the fact that you know 
minorities are disproportionately more affected by this whole thing because of resource, lack of resources or different underlying conditions that we tend to be suffering with, like blood pressure, cholesterol, which I have, you know, hereditarily. You know, I mean, a lot of things that we have that are underlying that could have made us more likely to be killed by coronavirus. They don't give a fuck. They really mm-hmm. don't. Yeah, give like a fuck. obesity and Ob- things like that. Did you point at me when you said obesity? No, I was just saying. But like- you, you jested at me when you said obesity. Oh, he's just animated, just I'm talking just with his hand. No, but see, he he's animated talking with his hand, but he pointed at me. <laughs> With the bread slicer, you know, it's the bread slicer. You know, he pointed at me at the bread slicer. He said obesity, and I just don't feel like. Say, no, I'm I, I just feel like that was horrible. I'm kidding, Ramon. And You're rude not. And, first of all, like for for the listeners, me and Ramon have harassed each other for over ten years. Yeah, like he's called me uh, so many names. I remember one time he canceled me as a friend and it was just like it's something that I didn't even do and he was just like how dare you I'm gonna say this this that and the third and don't talk to me ever again click and I was just like dang like all I said was good morning he's very emotional excuse me very coming from you so so yeah he he's he's harassed me for most of my life he called he used to talk about me about being skinny and stuff like that and and you see that he's talking about me for being fat, but he's always done that. No, no, no. Don't make yourself out to be some kind of first uh, of angel all, here. You weren't always. That's true. So he talked about me. <laughs> <laughs> James. Yes. Are you laughing? No. <laughs> Just doing my jaw exercises. No, it's just like, because I don't want people to be like, oh, you're so mean to him. No, no, Ramon. He is. No. And he hurts my feelings often, people. No. I, you don't have feelings, first of all. I have Excuse text me. messages to prove. Okay, I <laughs> do receipts. too. I do I've too. i receipts. I only send them to me. I'll post them. Lately. Yes. Wow. Anyway, so hey, folks, do you have anything that you want to say about Anything that we talked about so far today, being an essential worker, did you feel appreciated? Did you feel like your company valued you? No. Um, I real quick, just to point in there, I, I, I guess from my perspective, my goal was to keep the business running as best that I could and to get as much revenue into my location as I could while keeping the kids safe, my workers safe. So it was a lot of burden on me to do that, but I still wanted the people who wanted to work. I wanted them to be able to work. So. I guess I did feel valued because my HR rep for my region, she brought around hand sanitizer, gloves, mask. She paid, you know, a shit ton of money on her corporate credit card to get this stuff so she could deliver it to all the locations. Uh, my boss was constantly concerned and say, hey, how's everything going? Are you guys keeping socially distant? His boss. So I think that my company actually did a pretty good job of showing us that they valued us and they cared about us. Um, so I'm I'm actually happy with the response that my company. I haven't worked for a company like this in a long time where I felt really valued, mm. and that wasn't since I hadn't felt like this since I worked at the bank, and it was a couple jobs ago when I worked at one bank in Detroit, and I worked at, that was for a year before I went to that fucked up company, and then before that I worked ten years at another bank, and I felt like a, a valued employee during that time. But I don't know how those companies would be present day during all this. Um, so at any rate. So, yeah, I felt pretty good. But we want to hear from you, too. Um, so how did you feel about that? And how was it quarantining? If you were single, how was that? How was quarantining and being single? Was that cool? Was that fun? Did you get closer to Pornhub and some sex toys and all that good stuff? I don't know. I paid for premium. Okay. Uh, fans only, you know. Only fans. Only fans. We went yeah. over We but, went over this before. Okay. F comes for us. So I think fans only. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, reach out to us at eatcornbreadandcaviar at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram 
Our handle is Eat Cornbread and Caviar. You can slide into our DMs or email us. We want to hear from you. And now it is time for the positive vibe. Yay. Yay. We need to get some theme music right there. We're going to work on that for season three. Okay. So here's a positive vibe. You can vibe. sing it. <clears throat> positive vibe. Positive vibe. Oh, wait. That's, that's all. Isn't night. this somebody's melody, though? Yeah. It's all a- Holy Night. Yeah. You just took somebody's melody. Yeah. It's mine now. Sorry. Too late. <laughs> <laughs> we can use that little snippet before the positive vibe every time. <laughs> right, we gotta be yeah, just a little just a snippet. Yeah, like I know it sounds like oh holy night, but it's not. It's not. Uh, but it's documented nope. now. We got to cut that little piece out. Of the, so. Not to change one note to maybe like a minor or something. I'd be re- exactly. That's what I did for something else, but I won't say what. So here's a positive vibe for today. Alone. So most people think that being alone. Is a negative thing when in reality it is not. Sometimes we have to be alone to gather ourselves, commune with ourselves, relate to ourselves, destroy baggage that we might have. There is so much value in being alone. You can take all that time to get to love yourself because you actually cannot really expect someone else to love you if you can't even fucking love yourself. How do you receive love from somebody else if you don't actually love yourself? So what I'm truly getting at, folks, is this. Being alone is sim- simply put, it's being all one. Get that alone, all one. See, how that I was that? beautiful. Mm. So, being one with yourself is so important. So, don't be afraid to be alone. Just enjoy that shit. Whether it's fourteen days of quarantine, like Tarian did, or whether it's going to the park, like and fighting with geese, like James <laughs> likes to do. Or there's just I don't me. like to fight with the geese. <laughs> just me disconnecting with the world sometimes, just playing my PlayStation and just being to myself because I am always busy and sometimes I like to be all. One. So that was your positive vibe for today. Whatever our closing closing comments. Let's go and with the closing not, comments. And 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 as Ayala says, yeah. <laughs> it's not selfish, it's self-full. Ah. You have to be full of oneself. Yes. What's in the cup is for me. What's outside of the cup is for y'all. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we I have Ayala Panzan in the studio today, folks. <laughs> Actually, Tari and I are supposed to be doing a little skip, waiting on that, because that's gonna be fun. Yeah. We had to put it on hold because everything. Yeah. Well, you so. are a COVID survivor, so I don't feel comfortable being in close proximity with you, so I'm fine. Um, you said you don't feel I do. Oh, perfect. No, I do. Okay. I was going to say, get out. Yeah. <laughs> your own, your own, <laughs> own studio. Get out. <laughs> do you have any closing comments for the people? Um, no. The, you guys start first, and then I'll piggyback off. Yeah. I did my closing comment. Oh, that was your vibe. Oh, oh that was that's just your closing comment today. That's, that's you it. normally have a lot more to say. I might um, see how it goes. Uh, my closing <laughs> comment is just shout out to all the essential workers. And um, I think this was a time for us to see if our companies really did value us. Mm. And I, mine does not. So I am looking for a new job. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I don't. Absolutely. I just don't. I can't. I just cannot do it. So. Um, I th- one thing I will say as a, somebody that's been through it is that first thought, first off, people don't panic. Like, honestly, I think that that was the best thing that I could have done for myself is I just didn't freak out when I had it. I mean, granted, yeah, I mean, every situation is different. I mean, if I woke up and I couldn't breathe, I probably would panic. Right. Um, but there's like this hysteria going on. And I think, I think people have replaced fear with faith. And I think like when the fear got too too big, the faith got too small, and they didn't grow together. Mm-hmm. And for from my perspective, I'm just like, okay, well, 
I look at the facts too. The facts are the majority of people that will have it will live from it. The majority. I mean, mm-hmm. if you look at the numbers, I I I, I don't want to say the the exact amount, but it's been what over a couple million that have had it, yeah. and how many people have died from it by now? What ninety thousand something like that, and uh, something thousand, a hundred and something thousand over like so. So the majority of people will. It's will, a lot of bodies, but it's a lot of bodies. But and relative not, to it, how many people have it, yes, and that and, number and, is and, small. And I think sometimes people just already accept defeat before. Like I, I work at my job. Like people are just like, oh, if I get, it, I don't know. I'm just gonna just die. Just <laughs> And then they'll get it. There's some, some of the people that have gotten it. I've just been like, okay, yeah, it was bad, but you know, I made it through. I just want people to just have some fight in them and realize mm-hmm. that they don't have to, they don't have to give in and give up so soon. And just, you know, just, you know, stay prayed up, stay, stay positive, stay, don't freak out. Cause if you, if you stress, it'll lower your immune system. It makes you more susceptible. Lack of stress, sleep. Take Tylenol, like that's what I did in my experience when I was feeling like it's ill. Tylenol, Tylenol, Tylenol. I can't stress that enough. Drink a lot of water. Yes, that's what wow. I did, and 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 it was it was okay. I just I just want if anybody's listening, I just want people to just remember not to panic yeah. and just kind of just breathe. Yeah, you know. Yeah, people listen. Breathe. And just like Chief Chief James Craig of the, the Chief of Police. Chief of Detroit said, because he also had it, he said, you have to move. Mm-hmm. So you get weak. Some people get really, really weak, but he says, move. Just have to move. Get up and sit on the side of the bed, move your legs, something. Just move so you can, you know, just fucking move. So, mm-hmm. all right, cool. So, folks, hey, 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 it's me, King Ramon, and I want to thank you for listening today. I enjoyed this conversation. Thank you to Tarya for being here, as Woo-hoo. always. We, yes. Well, as always, we appreciate our guests. This is your first time here with us, but we appreciate all of our guests because you didn't have to be here. You could have been anywhere, but you chose to be here with us. So I thank had you for to that. Be here. You did have to. Mm-hmm. But I would have. Th- I threatened you. Yes. Yes, you did. Um, Got to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> please, please, please subscribe, rate, comment, and share. It literally costs you nothing but a few seconds of time. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, and Spotify. We're out here, so help us out and share us out. And if you want to connect with us, follow us on Instagram. Our handle is Eat Cornbread and Caviar. Or hit us up at eatcornbreadandcaviar at gmail.com. I am King Ramon. I am your host, and we are out. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and always listen on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Store, and Spotify. You're listening to the Detroit is Different Podcast Network.